Please sit down and be humble. Welcome to Humble Podcast. My name is Brittany. And this is Manny. Hey, Britt. What's up, SA? And friends. <laughs> and friends. We have my cousins with us, the super fans. We have Choo Choo, Itza, Aye, and Amogene. And you're probably wondering why we have all these people with us. Well, we want to talk about a special topic today. We're going to talk about peaking. And so we're going to go around and like kind of disclose ages so you guys understand how old we're talking about. The people are talking about peaking here. So you can get Wait, it. Do like, I have to say doing. my age too? You know what? I say like I haven't said it already. It's cool. We're gonna say we, we're gonna say like me and you are mid twenties. We're gonna leave some anonymity there, you know. Oh, give them oh, some mystery. Out. Some mystery. That's what the people like. The people like mystery, right? Sprinkle some shit in like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Chuju, how are you? Uh, I'm seventeen. Ita. I'm seventeen. I am sixteen, and I'm twenty. So that was I and the So we got we got a good age range here, and y'all probably thinking like, <laughs> what do they know about peaking? Well, we're about to find out. <laughs> I mean, but Britt, what does it mean to you to peak, right? What does that mean to you? I mean, you always hear like people say, oh, like I've peaked at so-and-so age. And I guess it's like people say like when they've been their best selves, like, oh, I was the most attractive at this age. I had the most success at this age. And so this is when I peaked. I mean, that's like how I've seen it in like a society view, but for me, I don't know, because I don't feel like I've peaked yet. I feel like I've, I've barely tapped into the potential that is Britney. And so I'm still waiting for that peak moment. I know it's coming for me, but yeah. <laughs> what about y'all? Who's peaked? Anybody? <laughs> no, I don't feel like I've peaked. I mean, I feel like for you to say that you've peaked and by the trash, your best self right then and there. And for me, when you say you've already peaked, that implies that everything after that point in time, your life went downhill. Tragic. I don't I don't think so, like necessarily. I think when people say they've peaked, it's just like, you know, it's like you can't get better than this. So it's not literally like everything else is going downhill. It's just like I don't think any other experience, like experience or like experiences that I'm going to live after this will compare to like where I am right now. Well, that's kind of sad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if you've already picked a moment that nothing else can be better than this, that's that's basically downhill. Right. Anything under the top is below. That's downhill. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it's downhill. Like, I feel um, this is the best analogy to like, ex like explain. So let's say you're at Six Flags and you go on this roller coaster and you like it, right? And it's up and down and, you know, it's amazing. And you go on the other roller coasters. It doesn't mean they're bad. It just means like that one was super good. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That was like the best. That was just the best. Like that was the best yes, time that of my life. Highlight of your trip at six of your six life. <laughs> the highlight of your life. The highlight of your life. Well, I think I think it's like when you peak. What's um, almost trying to say is that it doesn't have to go downhill. It can just be like a constant rude for the rest of your life like you're just like chilling <laughs> throughout it's not like downhill it's not going higher than when it's so you going plateau yeah kind of i think think of right. like somebody that let's say was um a star athlete right and then <laughs> it's always the jokes it's always the jokes <laughs> 
you are a jerk listening, does it get better than this for you? <laughs> I'm joking. Okay, so let's think of someone as like a celebrity or like an athlete and they were at the peak of their career. Like everything was going well. They were getting all the brand deals and, you know, every like all the money, everything. And then they retire. And now it's just like taking care of their kids, like waking up. Basically, it's like a routine. And when your routine gets boring or when you become too used to your routine, you're just like, wow. I remember when my life was exciting. I didn't know what I was doing when I was like peaking. But it doesn't mean your life is bad now. It just means like, I guess it's not as exciting. Just because your life, I mean, just because the events in your life are going downhill doesn't mean your life is bad. I think that's exactly If it's going downhill, it doesn't mean everything is bad. I mean, it's just not as good as it used to be. Okay, so she's like, I get that. I, mm-hmm. I think now we're equating peaking to your, like, your life being exciting. When, like, for some people, it won't, like, necessarily be exciting, but, like, it will have a different meaning to it. Like, when they were getting a lot of money, they peaked. Not, Mm -hmm. like, necessarily being exciting. Or maybe when they had their family, they peaked in that sense. Mm -hmm. No, like, when that child was born, was, like, the highlight of their life. I feel like in all these examples, though, you still have this problem of it all being downhill from here. Like, yeah, the idea of, yeah, the idea of peaking is that from here it's just downhill, right? And that it can't get any better. And I find a problem with that because you, even if you were like forty and you say you peaked, right? You still have a good thirty years to go. So what are you doing with 30? the next thirty? I think you need to raise that number like by forty or fifty. Longevity—that's even worse, bro. Four years and not doing nothing with your life. Well, you're not doing nothing. I mean, just like your your cousin said, like just because it's downhill doesn't mean that it's bad. You know, it's just it's different. You know, and it's a change, and we all change, and we all have to just get used to it. So, I don't think it's a bad thing if you've peaked at forty and then you know you live in the the steady life for another 40 years. What's the problem okay. with that? You know? Okay. okay, I'm going to ask everybody this question now. What do you think would be the peak of your life? Like, at what moments do you think, like, this is going to be like, awesome? What goal do you have to reach? Yeah. say that you've peaked. President of the United States. Okay. <laughs> that that's, would be- that's, <laughs> not even, that's not even peaking, honestly. That's just to do. That's, that's just on the to-do list. <laughs> okay. Uh... I don't really know. I mean, I have goals in my life, but I don't know. I've never like thought, oh, that's when I'll peak. But you know, goals are like to get married and have a family, um, get somewhere in my career that I'm happy with. But um, those are just like as I said, things to do. I feel like I wouldn't know that I've peaked or that I'm at the top of where I could be until I'm no longer there and I look back mm-hmm. at it and been like, whoa. That was a good time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I feel like that's true, though. Like, peaking Mm -hmm. has to almost be looked at from a past tense. Like, Mm -hmm. you don't realize you peaked till after it's happened, right? Yeah, a little retrospective. But then even then, that's weird. Because I can't imagine any point in my life be like, man, that's when I peaked. I'd be like, dang, I've been that. I'll (laughs) always be that. Like, but I feel that's just the mentality I have about myself and everything I do. Interesting. The thing is, like, sometimes when you've reached, like, uh, I'm going to use 
musicians to give this analogy. So let's say you're somebody that just started making music from their basements yesterday and you blew up on TikTok today and next week you have a Grammy. This is not the timeline. <laughs> um, but like you have a Grammy and um, next season you get like four Grammys and like, you know, when you were younger, your life goal was always like, I'm going to get a Grammy one day. Now you have five. So you're just like, what's my next thing to do, right? I'll score a movie. That's my next peak. Like, it just keeps going. Mm -hmm. So, like, the more you live your life and you have goals, I feel like when it starts going downhill, is when you're like, there's nothing else for me to do. I've done everything. Then at that point, you should see a therapist. (laughs) (laughs) When it starts going downhill, is like when you just, when you stop trying to, like, Mm. go to the next thing or whatever because you also like um changes the idea of picking like is it just one one peak in your entire life or do you have like multiple peaks <clears throat> like you pick i like that i like that major and, like you pick another yeah. in your 20s but like i'm gonna say now that i'm thinking about it after you peak i don't think it's exactly downhill from there i think it can just be a stationary phase like a musician when you're working on your next project you're not exactly in that high of getting awards, of getting Grammys, or you're not like, you're not going downhill, you're working on something. So you're just like stationary. And that's not a bad place to be. We're all going to be in stationary phases. Phases, keyword phases, stationary (laughs) phases, not like living the rest of your lifetime. Yeah, because like a phase should lead to a peak. I mean, you can always lead to a peak or a slope. (laughs) (laughs) But the point of a stationary phase is to prepare you for your peak. Mm-hmm. I think that's something we should welcome because especially today we, we always make it seem like okay we get here what's the next thing how do we get here how do we get here without appreciating those stationary phases that actually lead us to our peaks mm-hmm. that's actually wow that's yeah, actually really that's really mm-hmm. insightful in this fast paced world we live in like you're right. A lot of people don't take the time to smell the roses, as they say. Yeah. They always did tell me wisdom comes from the mouth of babes. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you talk to? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love your cousins. <laughs> um, <laughs> what did you say? Just reminded me. So yesterday we watched the new Disney Pixar movie, Soul. And if you're listening and you haven't watched so, I'm about to spoil the whole movie right oh now. God. Have you not oh seen it, Brittany? Wait, Okay, okay. If you haven't seen it, I won't spoil it. I won't spoil it then. I won't spoil it. I'll just say my point. So okay. in the movie, um, after he goes through his whole like journey of like trying to discover what his life is and like what his purpose is, and I think most people also think like when you're peaking is when you've come into your purpose and you're like, you know how people always sit down on Instagram, like, oh my God, this is my purpose. Like, hmm, this is what I came here to do. Like make uh, music or blog or, you know, be an influencer. Like, this is why I'm here. <laughs> how do you know? Well, anyway, so like when you've reached your, um, when you've figured out your purpose is when you've like also peaked, right? So the main like, perp- like storyline they were saying in Seoul was that's not your peak like there are different things that keep you going there are different like sparks there are different reasons to keep trying to attain or just like live your life and enjoy your life in the moment so mm-hmm. i agree with what you said 
Something else oh. that I really liked about Soul was how most Disney movies try to make it seem like everyone has this big thing they're going to do in the world. Everyone's mm-hmm. going to be such a go-getter, changing everything. Everyone is going to be so phenomenal. But the truth is, not everyone is going to be that. And if you're <laughs> not that type of person, no, no, no. If you're not that type of person, it's not always a bad thing. No, I mean, like maybe, maybe you're just going to have a little apartment and not have a family. Have like two friends. And you're going to have a dog that you really like, and you're going to die. But you <laughs> In summaries, okay, to be a loser. And that's okay. and you love your life. As long as you love your life, that's fine. Because you don't have to always compare your life to like Hollywood stars or True. or Nobel Prize award winners. You can just be you, and that can be fine. I know. Like oh, yeah. you don't you you can just be. I never understood all those people in New York. I just used to stay in that tiny apartment. All those hipsters, I used to stay with roommates and they never really had what was going for them. <laughs> but they always seemed so happy. But after watching the movie, like, maybe that's just you. Everyone's definition of happiness is different. I mean, mm-hmm. that's why I really like the movie, though. Like, they made it seem like it's okay to not know what your purpose in life is. Exactly. It's okay to just live. Like, she was happy just walking. She I was mean, happy you can just be happy seeing, just like, leaves. And... Did you see this movie yesterday? Uh, no, I, I, I heard about it, but and I heard it was really good. It's but on, it's on the watch list, but it's probably gonna go up a little bit. Honestly, <laughs> the message was good. But the movie was sorry. I have to watch it now. I mean, I had, I want to watch it too because I'm kind. Of, I'm very curious about uh, the points they're making. Yeah, I mean, definitely. As long as you find per, as long as you find happiness with your own life, I think that's all that matters. But I think there's something to be said about pushing yourself and being uncomfortable mm-hmm. and trying to push yourself to be better, a better mm-hmm. you, not just for yourself but for your community and those around you. Because I think something that I try to put, try to push on you guys is like never being okay with just being okay. Like you know, yeah. never okay. Mm-hmm. Like the difference between good and great is this much. Mm-hmm. And y'all see the difference, like even changing your technique when we like lift is this much, but it makes a huge difference. And it's, but for you to be able to be better than you were yesterday, you have to be okay with saying that I'm, I need to change what I'm doing. I need to be in a place where I'm not comfortable, where I'm not going to be fine to be better. Um, and kind of like peaking is the opposite of that being like, well, I can't learn any new tricks. I guess I'm just comfortable being here. And I think that is like kind of like a defeatist point. But also I like the idea you guys were saying before about just it being like waves almost. Like, hey, you know, you peak here, you come down, you peak again. Or maybe you just go on a dangerous slope and that's just spiraling. We all spiral. <laughs> and another thing is it's very safe to be comfortable. I am like the idea of <clears throat> you being good at something and you're just like i'm good at this even though like i'm mediocre but i'm <laughs> even though i'm mediocre but i'm good then somebody coming and being like no you can be better like push yourself like then you have to like also open yourself to like critique or you know the whole thing of learning something new and if you're <laughs> somebody that has like you know problems like um accepting that you can't be good at something like if you start something let's say you pick up a new skill or hobby and you just like no i'm bad at this i'm never doing it again like and you find something that you're good at it's very scary for someone to be like you can't but you know you can't be better because then you're like wait i wasn't even good enough like Mm -hmm. well you know so the idea of just being comfortable and like safe like 
it's very hard to move from that. Yeah. Cause I, I, go ahead, Britt. I was just going to say, I, I think it really just all depends on shifting your mindset, you know, and trying to get out of that state of mind of, Oh, I'm not good enough into saying like, but I am though, you know, like it takes time to get to that point, but I think everybody's capable of shifting their mindset if they want to, you know, because I, I, I've never been a fan of complacency, which is the whole being comfortable thing. And I mean, for me, at least. So I don't think I could ever just be like, oh, yeah, I'm good at sewing. I'm not going to go try crochet. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with being good at something and doing it, but I think there's value in also learning to like suck at something and be and like learning to get okay good at it. it. Yeah, yeah, be okay with you and learning to be good at it. Like we're getting decent at it, not even good. You know, there's yeah. like beauty in the there's beauty in the process, if you will. Yeah, and there's beauty in accepting the fact that you're not going to be great at all things, but at least you tried. Yeah, that's true. That's you know? true. <laughs> That's true. You really can't be great at everything. I don't know. But at least you try, man. Like that's that. I want to be able to say that at least I've tried something that I was scared to do, or tried a different food that I thought I might like. Anything. At least I tried it, and I can say that I did. If it went great. Fantastic. If it went bad, okay. At least it happened. I think that's why sometimes the idea of a peak is so dangerous because mm -hmm. when you think that you've gotten when you think you're the best that you can be at something it doesn't leave it doesn't leave room for change and doesn't leave room for you to get better mm -hmm. and you can never be the best at anything mm -hmm. that's what i i was going to say like um this is not for the standpoint of people who are like okay like you said when they're like have like a you know they have waves and everything like at least that person has the mindset that they're trying to reach another peak. I feel like somebody who's just sitting there thinking like, I've reached my peak. You you now have the mindset that I can't get any better. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not going to get any better. That was my time in my life. That time is over. Now I'm just, I'm just here. And people who are, like are portrayed in media, like in movies who think like that are like, oh yeah, I peaked in like, my 20s and so this is my life now a lot of them just seem so depressed and sad all the time and like as they said who wants to live you know 40 50 years feeling that way nobody does so change your mindset out there if, if you think you've already peaked you haven't change your mindset or at least try to do something new and you might surprise yourself yeah, that's true because like you can peak in your career and then when you're in that like points where you're trying to reach the next peak in your career, you can like simultaneously peak somewhere else in your life, like in your relationships or in another aspect of your life. So it really depends on your mindset and how you view your life as a whole. If, like I peaked in high school when I was playing football, but like now <laughs> you have like so many other opportunities to peak or to do something ex like something great but you're just seeing your life like through one lens because mm. a lot of people see success through their careers mm. like if um my if my career is not like booming then i'm not a 
successful person whereas like you can do so much more like outside your career like your career is not the only lens that you should see yourself or other people should see you so it really depends on how you view your life as a whole it's when you said that you Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> when you said um, peak simultaneously, I thought of something. So, some like another thing is people are always skeptical. Well, let me not say always, but most people are skeptical when things in their life are going too well. Like, yeah, people are just like, no, 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 no. They're just like, who am I getting good grades? Why did I get offered an internship? Something is going to crash down. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. Also, maybe people jinx it. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting oh, wait, somewhere, wait, wait, wait. getting into astrology Twitter. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, people that are into astrology, please don't come for me. Well, I feel like people jinx their, um, is it good Great fortune? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, so when something is coming out, they're just like, no, 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 things in my life have been going too well. When it drops, it's going to crash. It's going to, ooh, it's going to be bad. Oh, me, I do that sometimes. Like, I'm just like, I'm happy for like six weeks straight. I can't wait for this breakdown. <laughs> what? <laughs> I feel like, oh my God. When people give themselves, like, tell themselves, like, my life can't go this way, like, something's gonna happen. I feel like you're just giving yourself a cushion to soften when you get disappointed. Like, whenever sure. you get sad, you just wanna be like, oh, I knew this would happen to me. Oh, it doesn't work, does it? It really doesn't. Because when you expect it, it doesn't lessen, like, you just expect it. It doesn't make it hurtless. Does it? I'm not getting it. You can make yourself numb to the pain. <laughs> 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 but, like, but it's a really great point because it's true. If if your life is going so well and then you, I don't want to, like, get into, well, like, if you send out the negativity into the world, like, oh, I'm so happy. Uh, next week, I'm sure I'm, I'm not going to be this happy, or I'm not going to be this or this or that. Then those things manifest themselves into your life. So it's like you want. It's like you're the only one actually holding yourself back. Mm-hmm. You were happy. You did the work to get happy. You did the work to get to the point that you're in. Then when you got there, you were like, "Why am I here? I don't deserve to be here, mm-hmm. or, or I've been here too long." And then you bring yourself down. Mm-hmm. And that's a mental health problem. <laughs> yeah, a couple yeah. things I'm thinking about in this conversation. First, it's like I don't think I don't know if y'all are old enough to remember watching the TV show House. I watched a couple episodes. I'm getting very House vibes from this conversation. <laughs> Why? You mean so, like House MD? Yeah, you remember that show? Of course. Oh my yeah, god, I love House. Hugh Laurie. Yeah, he was like so like pessimistic like things would start going well in his life and he would just be like oh well things are obviously going to get bad and sure enough like a self-prophesizing truth it did and uh you know some of that stuff is just like from like past trauma you know when you when you have like <laughs> sorry some of that is just like past trauma you start to project um out and really you need to emphasize healing and you need to learn to heal from the, those things that have happened in the past. Cause if you don't let go of those things that happened to the past, sure enough, they will continue to happen in the future, you know, cause mm-hmm. you get, you're only hurting yourself, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what worries me. <laughs> that's what worries me about peaking is depending on how you see it, it can be really damaging cause it can be one of those self prophesizing things too, right? I saw this as the greatest time of my life, and therefore, no, nothing else is going to get better. 
Mm. You know what I mean? But if, it depends because also, though, if you just see it it's in waves, like, oh, you know, I peaked this time. So now I'm going si to find something else and peek at that. And like, if you see it that way, that, that makes more sense. That's less worrying to me because then I know like, oh, you know, this is like you just see this all as a face and you see these are things you're going to excel at and then find something new and then keep moving. Like now I'm going to excel at being a parent. Well, my kids just tell me today, I love you. Peaked. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, all right, now I got to find a different way. You know what I'm saying? If that's like your mentality, you're like, you keep switching it. That's fine. But I think there is something damaging and um, like there has to be healing to be done. Even the idea of just solely pinking in your life, I feel like you need to go talk to a therapist. Honestly, honestly. I just want to say, I'm very scared of people who say they peaked in high school because what manner of person will peak during the worst years of your life? Wait, okay. <laughs> I think when you're peaking at 16. Okay. When, okay. Because I'm in high school. So it's just like, I feel like when people say they peaked in high school, I think they're just like talking about like looks wise or maybe like friend, like social life. I don't think they're really talking about your life because you haven't lived your life yet. So, but looks wise, you wait, people their best in high school. No, no, no. I'm not a part of that group. <laughs> or like they had the most girls, you know, or most. You boys. had the most girls in high school, bro. Couldn't be me, love. They're just like talking about like middle school because they're, then you're a you loser like, after. That means you're a loser. No, 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 no. no, no. It's like when you're still in high school. They are saying that is their peak because they are currently living it. No, but no, I thought, no when they're in high school. We're talking when about you're after, after, after high school. Okay, like four years. Years. I said after before. Okay. Like, oh, I thought like you were talking about like maybe like you haven't like experienced anything new. Like maybe mm -hmm. like you're only in like say somebody in their first or second year of college and then they're like feeling down. So it's like oh my peak was in high school. Like you have really nothing to compare it to. So I feel like you saying that you reached your peak is just based on what you've experienced in life. Okay, so I'm talking about like 40 year old men that like come up to people and they're like, yo, you know when I was in high school, right? All, all the girls on my shoulder. I'm like, feel me? It's <laughs> 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 like, what are you doing now? Like I said, it's your mindset. Oh, my bad. Brittany, you thought to say something. Oh, I was just saying. <laughs> I turned around like there was somebody behind me. <laughs> um, I'm going to pause. I was just going to say that there, I was going to agree with you. There are people out there that really are in their forties saying, yeah, back when I was in high school, I was living my best life. And just like everybody here said, I mean, high school is not really like your best self, you know, like mm -hmm. you're so immature in high school. Maybe, I, I don't know, maybe this generation's a little different. S some of y'all are very insightful for your ages, obviously. <laughs> Um, but, um, you know, I, I don't know. I couldn't see high school me being the best part of my life. Do you know what the scary part about the 40 year old, like people who always say they can get in high school is why are they going around like talking about it so proudly? Like, yeah, man, you should have seen me in fucking high school, man. I was a fucking man. I was going to all the parties. Yeah, right? Like, if I was me, I would be like, I would not be talking about that because I'd be like, damn, I really peaked in high school. Like, that's a shame, bro. Like, Exactly. I, if anything, you should be embarrassed because, like, 30 years after, there's nothing remarkable about you that you have to bring up high school. Mm -hmm. Also, um, 
Netflix and social media, whatever, also glorifies people picking in high school to just like, oh, my dad was a star quarterback, so I have to be too. Have y'all seen this your is high school musical? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. no. He's that, right? Yeah. The is, yeah. dad of me guy. Euphoria, yo, Euphoria is so good. If you, you think so? You don't think you don't think Euphoria is good? I think good in what aspect? It's a pre- it's one of the prettiest shows I've ever no, seen. No, it's yeah. very pretty. They brought something when it comes it to like aesthetics. Yeah, they brought something different. But story wise, I feel like season two was pick it up. Story wise, it was kind of slow. I mean, I just I like feel like the representation of I don't know, everything seems off. <laughs> I have you ever been addicted to drugs? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like only one person is addicted to drugs and the rest are just like wildcats. They're just like I mean, and I feel like that's how like every like big industry wants to represent high school as like <laughs> children just like going off. I just like going off in their life. I just like some of us just go home and do our homework. <laughs> Get on the bus and go home. <laughs> about how Hollywood exaggerates. I mean, that's true. Yeah, they do. No, 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 no. So there's actually some truth in you for you because like. Y'all, because y'all, 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 y'all have to understand that some of y'all don't even know what's going on. Like, I, you don't really know what's going on in your high school. So I know when I was in high school, I, while I was in high school, when I was in the wrestling team, we had a conversation about how one of the other dudes in the wrestling team did coke off some girls' boobs. So I know there's a drug habit going on in that school. And I know there was a kid who was actually actively addicted to coke because he would be super jittery all the time. And I only found out afterwards, afterwards after high school that he was really doing coke. So that's unfortunate. <laughs> that's very unfortunate. Yes. I want yeah. to say something like, okay, no, I'm not say that, but um, uh, I just feel like it depends on like what type of like school environment you're in, and then on top of that, the way like the big industry describes it is like it's a whole school issue, uh, when in reality it's maybe only like a, it's not that big of an issue as they make it seem in the. As in, like the Hollywood high schools and stuff like that. And the thing is, even if they're trying to represent an issue, you can't just like put it on like you can't put it in TV and then just like leave it there. There has to be like something you're trying to do with it. It's like you just put, oh, this child is addicted to crack cooking, <laughs> and that's it. That's all you you have for the world. Like, yes, that's okay, like, yeah, like a message, like a conversation. I feel like we haven't painted the best light for the show Euphoria. (laughs) I I like was rewatching some of the episodes. I highly recommend it, Britt, if you haven't seen it. Um, I only Um, saw one episode, but I have HBO now because Wonder Woman came out. So obviously I had to mm -hmm. watch it. It's streaming now. Of course. The Wonder Woman movie wasn't very good either. It's not as good as the first one. Obviously, this podcast is not sponsored by Disney <laughs> Studios. <laughs> hey, still so sponsored as a matter of fact. We need the money. Um, I don't know how people go about sponsors. Is it? Ads? I don't know either. You like? Maybe they even had those. Yeah, maybe. I mean, hey, you know, if you want to sponsor us, we're not against ads. We would do that, but we need our money up front. <laughs> <laughs> They'll talk to you um, about it. That sounds like a lot. <laughs> Right. What else we want to talk about about this topic? It's like crazy though because 
Peaking is such a weird thing. Because I just think about that. Like, who sits in that room and be like, dang, man, those are really the golden years. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's just weird to think about. I feel like going back to what um, Brittany said, like, early on, like, really early on, it's like, for her, she hasn't reached, like, the full potential of who she is. So, like, to say that you only have one peak in your life means, like, from that point, you just, like, either that was your highest potential. And if you say you picked in high school, then that doesn't make any sense because you're a teenager. And, like, the amount of things you don't know about yourself and about the world just, like, can't allow you to pick at that point and, be, and, and that be the only pick in your life because you've not reached your full potential at that point. Because then it will mean, like, if you pick at only one point in your life, then for the rest of your life, you just, like, stop growing and you stop mm -hmm. trying. Okay, I feel as though when, this is going to sound weird, but, like, I feel like the only time you should be thinking about when you peaked is when you're on your deathbed. Because, <laughs> no, because, like, you never know what life has in store for you. So when, it's, it, it shouldn't be until your life is actually over that you should be thinking, like, this was the best time in my life. Mm -hmm. You don't know me. Maybe I'll peak on my deathbed. Maybe I'll... <laughs> Man, maybe I'll give the one piece of advice and that kid would be like, dang, and that kid become president. I don't even know. How can I have peak? I can posthumously peak. I Yo. say you're the only person on this planet who would say something like that. Yeah, Ben, go posthumously peak. Yeah. But something else I was thinking about is how aspects of your lives aren't exactly aligned. So you might be picking in your career or picking in your academics, but you're not picking in your relationship with your family. And I was going to bring that up with us. <laughs> no, wait, hold on. <laughs> Sorry. Who's not picking academically? No. <laughs> Somebody about I to get that, exposed. I mean, like, in a good way, how, like, this whole year, even though it was not the best year, we had a lot of, we had the pandemic, we had a lot of deaths, we had police brutality. This was the year that we all got closer as a family because we had to do things together. We started working out together. We started talking. We started doing the, we started playing tennis. And we've never exactly like hung out that much. I mean, you guys want mm -hmm. to hang out with me. Yeah. We, Ita is <laughs> here. Is we got to play. We literally like, quarantined together. So, exactly. <laughs> I literally spent like, it would literally go like a year in like, some change, and I wouldn't like see any of you guys. <laughs> COVID came. I'm not saying it's good for like everybody, but COVID came, and then see, I like all the time. So we were so also playing the bachelor. In, true, we were. <laughs> <laughs> so in that case, we picked in our relationships with each other, but then we might not have picked in school. <laughs> it's just take take. The blessings where you find them. Yes, that's yes. that's a good summary. That's yeah. a great that's some that's actually really good advice. Take take, take your words where you can take the blessings where you can. That's really good. If you take nothing else away from this episode, take that. Real quick, I just want to say that also when I think of like I'm thinking of times where I think I could have peaked or you know, at any point in my life, I just want to I think it's when my mental health was like good, you know, like mm -hmm. when I wasn't thinking of like so in high school, uh, in school. <laughs> when did you pick up? <laughs> Definitely not those times. I think it's honestly now. I think honestly, 2020 was like one of my good years. Was a trigger warning? <laughs> oh yeah, trigger warning. Um, 
Honestly, honestly, if you listen to any of our episodes, you should know. Because, like, I feel like, I feel like trigger warning goes without saying. I just feel like I say, like, something once an episode that's, like, should have been a trigger warning. You know what I'm saying? Uh, have we? Brittany, I'd be talking so much shit. I can promise you there are definitely things in the backlog that I don't remember. I've never, like, while editing, I've never been, like, oof. We should put like a. Why you guys? Because you guys definitely sing on Tuesday. Like, we have some spicy takes. We have some spicy takes. I just got. I got, I got like. I think I got. I got crap the other day for uh, not knowing about Mrs. Doubtfire. That's such a great movie. Have I never talked to you about this movie before? We literally just talked about this in the uh, Turn Your Mind Off podcast. Yeah, I digress. I digress. Yeah, it was it was off the giant. She's probably gonna be on the show eventually one day, maybe. But um, she was tripping because she was like, huh? Does she also like this movie, Miss Duffer? Robin Williams fan, bro. But we're not going to do that. She's tripping. No, 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 no. She's not. And you know, whoever she is, I applaud her. She She listens to this podcast occasionally. She knows. Okay, I know who you are. I'm not gonna put you on blast, but hey. <laughs> hey, like, hey like, thank you guys for coming on. Uh we should probably wrap this up. Brittany, take us out here. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't ready. Okay, hold on one second. I'm gonna take my breath. <clears throat> thank you for listening to Humble Podcast. Please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Podcast Humble, where you can share your thoughts, reactions, and experience on peaking. And if you've peaked, Tell us your story, because I'd like to hear it. Um, you can also email us at humblepodcast at protonmail.com, and you can leave us voice memos. Remind me, where do we leave those voice memos, essay? On the Anchor website, we also have a link on our Instagram that you can click and leave a voice memo to. It's an Instagram link. Bio, okay. In Instagram bio. Um, but yeah, man, it's been real. You guys want to sign off? Yes. Um, This was Choo Choo, and it was great having myself on the podcast. Thank you. Julie, my cousin. Okay. This is Ida. I've been a big fan, big fan for a while. I watch all the podcasts. So, uh, oh, not watching. I listen. My bad guy. You know, nervous. It's my first time, but this is Ida. I'm signing off. Oh, you guys can't see me. This is Aya. Thank you for having me. Um, I'd like to come back. If you have me again. <laughs> <laughs> and um, this is almost a creative one-time TikTok creator. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I feel like great. Well, how we usually and then what, what we do? Do we usually do a beatbox? What do we do with like, like to go out? Um honestly, whatever we have at the end of the recording is what we do. Like we don't have anything standard. We just let it play for a little bit. And you know what? Thank you for everybody for being here. Honestly, everybody was great. Um, no, we really just be bullshitting at the end, you know? Yeah, professional shit talkers. Here we come. We making this moolah. Oh, wait, is this, is this gonna, you know what? Fuck it. We out. <laughs> so do you want to do something New Year like? Oh, yeah. Oh, step. This is going to be after the New Year. We're, yeah. um, Happy New Year. Let's uh, make another year of being uncomfortable. Let's get this money. Like these bitches. You know what's up? Yeah. <laughs> I don't need- Remember, you can 2020. 2021 might just be your year. <laughs>
Yeah, that's there true. we go. That's the mentality. Sometimes you just have to try again. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to drop it and try again. It's all good. We out. Happy New Year, everyone. Humble Happy podcast. New Year.